dark days ahead a guide on what to do hello guys welcome to another episode of the inside life and godliness podcasts here we talk about faith lifestyle and arbitrary issues my name is naram ihoma and you're welcome to this special wonderful episode how have you been doing and how have you been faring i sincerely hope that you're fine today like i said earlier on we're going to be discussing the world at large i mean we're in 2023 and there are dark days ahead and what are we going to do about these dark days ahead is this something new people are like oh wow things are coming out and it looks as if the world is getting so wicked every day the world is getting very much wicked every day what are we going to do I believe that the only reason why you think the world is getting more wicked every day is because almost everything now is broadcasted. You can't see anything that is happening in Zambia or Zampara or just somewhere. Because there's the internet, you can see literally see anything happening. But I beg to differ that the world is as wicked as it was 5,000 years ago, in my own opinion. So, since we have dark days ahead, darker days ahead, we know that we're at the end of the age. If, if you know, you know that we're at the end of the age. And it seems like the world is gradually wrapping up. As believers, what should be your approach? And this is what we're going to be discussing today. Don't forget to favorite this podcast if you use Anchor, if you use Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. I hope you subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. But yeah, so that you get notifications if a new episode is uploaded. Yeah, that's about that. So what are we supposed to do? I'm going to take us to a scripture in the Bible. So we're going to discuss it via the lens of the scriptures. First of all, Let's go to the book of Romans 13 from verse 11 to 13. Romans 13, 11 to 13. I read in my my version is New American version. Something of that sort. But it says, Do this knowing the time that is already are for you to awaken from sleep. For now, salvation is nearer to us than when we believed. The night is almost gone and the day is near. Therefore, let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave properly as in the day, not in carousing, I hope I pronounced it well, carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and sensuality, not in strife and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh in regard to its lust. So let's mark that verse 14. Verse 14 says, But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh in regards to its loss. That is one of the instructions on what to do even as the dark days are ahead. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh in regards to his loss. We're also going to be reading 7 Timothy 3 from verse 1 to 5 and then would emphasize on verse 5 and verse 14. Paul speaking to Timothy, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come, for men will be lovers of self, 
this thing that Paul described there, everything is happening at our time. It happened then, it is happening at our time. In the last days, difficult times will come. Men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power, avoid such men as these. This is the second thing that we see in scriptures concerning the dark days, avoid such men as these. Now, if you go down, Paul continues to give us an example of people that are led, left defeat and all. But we go to verse 14 and he says something. He says, you, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of knowing from whom you have learned them. And that from childhood, you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So. The first thing that we see is put on the Lord Jesus Christ and give no provision for the flesh in regards to its lust. The second thing we see is avoid men that all those things listed in 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5. Paul says avoid such men as these. And the third thing that we see is in verse 14 that says continuing the things you have learned and become convinced of knowing from whom you have learned of and knowing that you have known the sacred writings from small and that those sacred writings can provide wisdom that have given you salvation through faith which is in christ jesus so let's discuss these guides i mean i don't need to even emphasize more on how the days are evil now i don't need to stress it on how the days are worse and worse i was discussing with a friend today and i was just talking on how the world is just so evil and there are just a lot of problems everywhere so we know that if you're in nigeria you should know this if you're abroad in one way or the other you're seeing the whole trouble going on but what are we going to do the days are getting darker sin is thriving in the lives of people people are okay in living with sin and it's almost like you that's um that kind of lifestyle is not um, befitting to you. Now looks like you're the awkward one or you're the odd one out. What are we going to do in times as this? Are we supposed to join them? You know, they say when you go to Rome, you behave like the Romans or if you can't beat them, you join them. So are we supposed to join them? What exactly is supposed to be our outlook and our behavior towards this? So we start from the first points that the Bible gives us. It says, For put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh in regards to his loss. What does it mean to put on the Lord Jesus Christ? If you have um, if you have a good explanation, I, I would really like to hear your opinion on what it means to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Please send a voice note so that we can discuss. But when the Bible tells you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, it means like it's literally where the Lord Jesus. <laughs> you know when David says the Lord is my shield, the Lord is my anchor, the Lord is my buckler, the Lord is my covering. Put on holy the lord jesus christ or when the book of ephesians tells us put on the whole armor of god let's go there we'll go to ephesians 6 the bible is just so wonderful in that it is so intertwined with one another ephesians 6 um if we read verse um verse 11 says put on the whole full armor of god so that you'll be able to stand firm 
against the schemes of the devil and against the last days because it's also included it says for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against rulers against powers against the world forces of this darkness against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places and of course we have to understand that the reason why sin is striving is because of all these powers principalities that have that have influenced men that is ruling over men that is governing over men men have submitted their wills to powers and principalities and it is allowing sin to thrive so for us uh for us to to stand and withstand all these things it says we should put on the full armor of god so that we can stand firm because our warfare we do not wrestle against flesh and blood it's not men your fellow man that is probably fornicating or being an adulterer those are not the people you are fighting they're actually forces that are over them they are forces that are working in people in these dark days and that's why we, we as believers have to understand that we're not fighting flesh we're not fighting people we're fight like our warfare is against flesh <laughs> our warfare is against powers and principalities it says um yeah stand firm having guarded your loins with the with truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace in addition take up the shield of faith which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one take on the helmet of salvation take on the sword of the spirit which is the word of god so arm yourselves with all of this in the last days you arm yourself with the your your he says you guard your loins with the belt of truth let truth hold you steadily in your way so that you're not falling you're not dwindling you're not uncomfortable a lot of things that are happening in our present times because people do not know the truth. People are either told half-truths or, you know, things that are twisted. And anything that is twisted, right, it's truth that is twisted is not the truth. Because the devil came to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. What did he do? He twisted, he twisted, how oh, let's say, is it that he twisted the truth or he twisted the information, right? So... It is the same thing in our day and time. You have to arm yourself with the truth. And how can you arm yourself with the truth? By studying the Bible. If you study your Bible, first of all, in short, by reading your Bible. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Read your Bible again and again and again. If you need help in reading your Bible and you find yourself struggling with reading your Bible, please, you can just message me on inside life and godliness on facebook send a dm or you can send a voice message to um the anchor app i would see it and i would reply to you so that we can work on how you would read your bible you can also send me a mail at inhomatese3 at gmail.com but please read your bible when you read your bible you are you are not an easy target for deceitfulness because you are a student of the word of god another thing that you also do is you put on the breastplate of righteousness this one eh this breastplate of righteousness to shield you from unnecessary ah god i feel like people struggle in a lot with things that are happening in life and people struggle a lot with sin because they have not embraced like the righteousness that is in Christ Jesus. And because of this, they tend to enter into a lot of problems. They tend to enter into a lot of things that are not necessary or required, all in the name of fun or all in the name of enjoying life. So 
put on the breastplate of righteousness. I would also I would always say that when you are putting on a breastplate and someone tries to shoot you or someone tries to stab you with a sword, it can't go through because you are on a breastplate. That breastplate that the Bible tells us is that of righteousness. Right? So put on the breastplate of righteousness, unnecessary immorality, and it guards your heart too. Right, the breastplate guards your heart, so unnecessary immorality, filthiness of the heart will not be allowed to come into you. Having also shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, this one, anywhere you are going, you are distributing the gospel, and it is necessary for us in this last time. See, if you are active in evangelism, it is easier for you to be preserved except you're a very big hypocrite and you want to live a life of hypocrisy because you cannot be preaching about jesus and then at the back yeah i'm not saying that people don't do it people do it but evangelism actually helps you because you know that ah, there are people watching you there are people that you have preached to you cannot afford to fall and god it is by god himself who will keep you as long as you are willing to be kept and as long as you are willing to stay in him so you distribute the, the gospel. It says, shod your feet with the gospel of peace in preparation for the gospel of peace so that anywhere you find yourself, you give, you drop the gospel. In addition, take on the shield of faith. This one, mm, any darts, any arrows that want to come your way from the devil, arrows of wandering thoughts of sometimes they will shoot loneliness and you are lonely now. Go and talk to that boy. I know that if you talk to that boy, something else will come up. You arm yourself with the shield of faith you arm yourself with the shield of faith and the way that this shield of faith is built up is still by the word of god and through prayers that's why we can't undermine these two tools that 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 god has given us you build your faith the bible says faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of god so every time that the devil wants to shoot arrows you say "Mm, that's not what the bible says the lord has said that he knows my end he knows my beginning and he will give me a glorious future when devil wants to shoot different funny funny things into your mind you can withstand him with the shield of faith lastly gives us one um weapon for fighting one weapon for fighting okay i think i've skipped the helmet of salvation you also put on the helmet of salvation lastly the sword of the spirit this one is for fighting we wrestle with the word of God because the word of God is unfailing. The word of God cannot fall to the ground. God sends out his word and it goes out and accomplishes that which it was sent for. It does not come back void. And this is our weapon of warfare. When does you know you concerned? First it was fragrance, then it turned to fire. He said, My worship is my weapon. And for you to even accurately worship God is still from the word of God. So our own weapon of warfare is the word of God. When you get the word right from scriptures, from there you can turn it into worship, you can turn it into prayers, you can turn it into whatever weapon you want to beat it into or you want to turn it into you can turn it but the weapon of our warfare the sword of the spirit which is the word of god so when we have all this in these last days then we are equipped to move we are equipped to live we are equipped to fight and make and make no provisions for the flesh in regards another one of the key things that we must understand in these last days is that we must be conscious spirit conscious and not give room 
provisions for the flesh. We must constantly be spirit conscious and not give provision for the flesh regarding its loss. Because one thing that the devil will be doing in these last days is that he will be shooting arrows for men to fall. He will be shooting arrows and setting traps for men to fall. So immediately you give provision for your flesh, especially with regards to the loss of the flesh, you are falling and the devil will take advantage of it now that is the first point that the bible tells us you can see that we can discuss this verse 14 of romans 13 stretch it and stretch it and we will still not be able to finish it because the word of god is so so broad and rich and we can always draw out of it so our emphasis of second timothy 3 verse 5 we said avoid such people paul gives us a list of people and he says avoid such people Particularly for this scripture, if you know that you are a believer, you cannot be found hanging around people that do things that are contrary to your faith. So there's this particular video that I watch and they are a group of friends and among those group of friends, I know that one of them at least is quite a PK. PK means pastor's kid. It's quite a PK and the other people are just... And that PK is not like at least the PK is trying to... Maybe go to church or do one or two religious things. But when I look at that picture, I'm like, how do you manage to say you're keeping your faith and you're still actively communicating, sharing a bond and like really, really staying with these people? Of course, I have communications with people that are not believers, but I don't think that my communication with people that are not believers can last for so long or there's just always a difference, right? And because every time i talk there is no way that my faith will not come up in the matter and once you start talking about your faith to people that are not believers before you know they start getting uncomfortable because your values do not necessarily align so you have to avoid people that are really that in (laughs) in 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 quote people that will stay in your white i'm not saying run away from them i'm not saying don't be don't talk to them but i'm just saying that they should not be among your close circles they should not be among people that you can like totally confide in because for somebody to even be your friend you have to share the same value system people should be able to discuss things god cannot be giving you an instruction who do you want to let's say an instruction is like weighing you down and you're so scared or something who are you going to go and meet for moral support let's say god is telling you so fifty thousand naira now you want to go and meet somebody that does not understand anything about sewing and you're telling the person god says i should sow fifty thousand when that person look at you and say you people like giving your pastors money or just say something funny so for you to stay in this in these last days and not form and not grow weary you have to avoid people that would pull you down you have to avoid people that would dampen your faith you must strongly associate with people that will find the flame that god has put into you to fire not people that would pour cold water on it it is very very necessary please avoid ungodly friends don't don't be in close friendship with people that would scatter your feet i know many times we try to be accepting as believers and try to not look so let's say so spiritual or so religious but you're just guarding your heart and it's not any over religious nature just help yourself help yourself that's what scripture says then lastly in verse um yeah so this recording has taken really long 
but lastly in verse 14 it says continue in the things that you have learned and become convinced convinced of knowing from whom you have learned them continue in the things you have learned so what have you learned continue in them continue in prayer continue in fasting continue in giving continue in meditation be grounded in it. it says that you have been convinced of make sure that your conviction is very strong if you've not listened to my episode on strong convictions please you can go down and listen to it but make sure that your convictions are strong are grounded and if they're not grounded meditate on the word of god till you are grounded in your convictions read up materials that will strengthen your convictions read up stories and testimonies that will strengthen your convictions read up how people died for the faith read up how people lived for the faith those things will strengthen your convictions and so in this last days you'll be able to stand even till the very end in jesus name so I hope that you've learned a lot and I hope that you've picked up a lot in this very episode. And I'm going to definitely see you in the next episode. Till next time.